Hello friends, this is the Daily Edify with Jeff Lane, a place to get spiritually grounded and into alignment with the flow of love each weekday morning. In each episode, we'll focus on a spiritual practice, a poem, a book, a sacred text, something that can empower us to be more fully alive to the gift that is the day before us. Thank you for listening. Today's episode is about viewing our size as prayers. I'm not sure if you've ever thought of prayer this way before. Uh, it comes from a, a part of the New Testament, uh, one of the letters of the Apostle Paul. His name's associated with 13 of the 27 documents of the New Testament. He's an early church planter, and he traveled around primarily the Gentile wor- world of Asia Minor and Greece to plant various churches. He never planted one in Rome, but toward the end of his ministry, before he's martyred, he writes this uh, letter to the church in Rome, which again, he did not found, but he's trying to make, make the case, if you will, for his ministry and his understanding of the gospel. Uh, and right in the middle of the letter, in chapter 8, uh, there's this uh, unforgettable line where he talks about not knowing how to pray as we ought. Uh, and and that's a little bit of an understatement, right? None of us knows how to pray as we ought, certainly not uh, in every case. And it's a relief, right, to hear someone as, as impressive, uh, as well-known as the Apostle Paul, admitting that he, he too does not know how to pray as he ought. Uh, and so in this line, he says that the Spirit because we don't know how to pray as we ought, the Spirit helps us in our weakness and it intercedes for us with sighs too deep for words. I've always loved that that image of, of prayer as uh, the Spirit helping us groan, helping us sigh uh, in a way that's that's too deep for words, that's beyond what words can articulate. You might think that the Apostle Paul or someone like me who's went to seminary and is trained as a pastor uh, might know how to pray better than you or better than the average person, but I'm not sure that we do. We may have a little more practice of praying in public, if you will, but the truth is all of us struggle to know what and how to pray. Praying is among the most simple and most difficult practices of the Christian faith and of so many faiths. It's, it's a paradox because on the one hand, prayer is simply talking with God about what we're doing together, being aware of God's presence, inhaling God's love, and exhaling all that would prevent us from receiving that love. But on the other hand, prayer involves a profound surrender to that which is beyond our control. I don't know about you, but most of my prayers are, are brief and to the point. Give me courage, God, as I you know, approach a difficult conversation or oh, God, please heal this person as, as I visit a friend or a church member in the hospital or I might exhale a prayer of relief whenever a flight returns to smooth air following heavy turbulence or I pray for family and friends or for a church family or for teachers. God, please bless them and strengthen them. Or these days in particular, I pray for victims of of gun violence, of climate change, of war, of injustice, those experiencing hunger, homelessness, loneliness, mental illness. God, help them, rescue them, heal them, give them endurance and hope. 
the good news is that the Apostle Paul in this letter to the church in Rome reminds us that that prayer is not something we do in our own strength, but but the the, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, uh, helps us in our weakness, intercedes for us with sighs too deep for words. Sometimes people in crisis tell me they don't know what to pray for or even feel that they can't pray. I often turn to this text in, in Romans 8 to remind them and to remind me that even the Apostle Paul normalized such a feeling for all of us. And in fact, maybe not knowing what and how to pray is actually the path forward into a deeper practice of prayer. Not because we become more eloquent or long-winded, but maybe because as we get better or as we deepen our practice of prayer, we say less, we listen more, we, we sigh more. There's a story about the famous Jewish rabbi Hillel. One day he was teaching his students and he told them that when he doesn't know what to pray, he just starts reciting the alphabet from beginning to end. Uh, for us in English, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, and so on and so forth, trusting that God's Spirit would put together these letters of the alphabet, the flurry of letters, into a heartfelt expression of prayer. This is the same thing Paul is getting at here, prayers that come out as sighs too deep for words. I wonder if you've been sighing lately. Actually, I don't really have to wonder. I I know you've been sighing in these weighty days, as I have. In fact, the Spirit must be working overtime because I'm willing to bet there's a lot of sighing going on in the world's now 8 billion people. But actually, I learned recently that there's a physiological reason for sighing. On on average, we sigh 12 times an hour, so roughly every five minutes or so. Sighing reinflates the 500 million or so alveoli in our lungs, the little air sacs closest to our bloodstream near our lungs where carbon dioxide is carried out and oxygen is taken in. Apparently, if we do not sigh, our alveoli would collapse. We, we need to sigh to keep those air sacs open and, and flowing. So as we do it, it gives us a sense of relief, both in our body and in our spirit. So here's my invitation to you today, friends. What if you viewed your sighs as prayers? as the Spirit praying in and through you in a sort of wordless way? What if you viewed these sighs as as windows into your soul, your, your deepest longings, your desire for God's dream to be realized in this world? What if you didn't quickly pass over those sighs, but stayed with them for a moment, trusting that the Holy Spirit is praying with you, nudging you, shaping you, loving you, trying to embody God's dream right here, right now, in this moment we're sharing together. There's a lot more to come, friends, on practices of prayer in our Daily Edify podcast together, but I wanted to share this bit with you today. Viewing your sighs, something we do every day, in fact, is necessary for our well-being. Viewing your sighs as prayers. Hope it's helpful to you, friends. You are loved and never alone. If today's podcast has blessed you, provided a tinge of clarity, or 
some nourishment for your spiritual journey, please share it with a friend so that we can create a more inclusive community. Or do you have any feedback for me, any show ideas, something that was particularly helpful or something that could have been better? Please send me an email at thedailyedified at gmail.com. That's in the show notes as well. I'd love to hear from you. Also, please consider rating and reviewing The Daily Edify wherever you get your podcasts. Friends, you are loved and never alone.